The following is transcribed. Welcome to Bat Soup, the never-nutritious, definitely delicious podcast dedicated to the old-time radio adventures of Superman and the dynamic duo. Buckle your utility belts for lots of Christopher Columbus, plenty of milk, and shady characters galore. Before we get to today's adventure, let's pause for this important message. Hi, gang. Let's meet Billy. My name is Billy, and my mom's been worried about me. See, I've got a vitamin deficiency, and it makes me real tired. But lately, Mom has been giving me bat soup every couple of days. And boy, is it good! Of course, the doctor says it's not doing much for my vitamin intake, but it sure fills me up. In fact, I'm almost as full of it as bat soup itself. Well, that's right, gang. With a steady diet of bat soup, you too can be just as full of it as Billy. Bat Soup, the never-nutritious, definitely delicious podcast. Bat Soup, available wherever fine podcasts are sold. Now in the large economy size. And now, Bat Soup presents today's adventure, part eight of Looking for Kryptonite, as originally broadcast on December 13th, 1945. Kill all The super delicious cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. And today at the Golden Lily Cafe, Batman and Robin have made a startling discovery. We'll join them in a moment. But right now, here's Dan McCullough and his young pal, Eddie, who is getting some help on a little project. Well, you see, Dan, our club meets tonight, and I'm chairman for this week, so well, I figured it'd be fun to have an election. Well, uh, who are you going to elect? Well, the most popular comic button. You know, those swell buttons we're all collecting from packages of Kellogg's Pep? Hey, that sounds like a heap of fun. Well, yeah, it is, but, well, I'm not sure I know how to run an election. Will you tell me? Well, I'll try. Uh, and I'll pretend this is the club meeting. You're the chairman. Uh-huh. And uh, the first thing you do is to ask for nominations. Oh, uh, like, um, do I hear a nomination for the most popular pep comic button? Yeah. Then uh, one of the kids says, uh, <clears throat> uh, Mr. Chairman. Dan McCullough has the floor. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I want to nominate a character we've all known for years. That fellow who's proved himself on the side of good against evil. An exceptional person we know in the funny papers and on the radio. Uh, I wish to nominate Superman. Do I hear a second? I second the nomination. Oh, boy. What voices? Well, that's the best I can do, Eddie. But say, let me know how the election comes out, will you? Because I like to keep tabs on all the different kinds of fun that you fellows and girls are having with these slick-looking comic buttons. There are 18 different buttons in all, you know. Each one with a true-to-life picture of a favorite comic strip character. And each one is a real humdinger. What's more, it's just as easy as one, two, three to get them. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. You just ask mom to get you a good supply of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Then, see which prize you find inside. One of these slick new comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. It's an exclusive prize for you from P-E-P. Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. 
Fearful, the two stolen pieces of kryptonite, the deadly element which gave the late Atom Man his terrible atomic power, may be used to create another human monster. Superman, Batman, and Robin are trying to trace a secret criminal organization which uses the symbol of a crescent moon and star. Trailing an informer named Squealy Evers, they came to a shabby coffee shop where a frightened waiter directed them to the Golden Lily, a nightclub on the waterfront frequented by underworld characters. Seeing Squealy leave the club, Superman followed him, while Batman and Robin, wearing street clothes over their costumes, entered the crowded, noisy cabaret. A young woman singer named Gloria Garrett has just been introduced as a celebrity, and as she rises from her place at one of the tables to acknowledge the applause, a spotlight is focused on her, and Batman stares incredulously at the jeweled ornament in her dark hair. Listen. Robin, look. Look at her hair. Whose hair? Gloria Garrett. Look at the jeweled ornament. Christopher Columbus. It's a crescent moon and star. so loud. But quiet, quiet, I said. There's an empty table. Come on. Thank you, Miss Garrett. Now, folks, dance and make merry. Here, here we are. Sit down. How do you add this up, Batman? Mm, Gloria Garrett must be a member of the gang we're looking for. Whose symbol is the crescent moon and star. Oh, and if she is, why would she stand up in public and take a bow with a spotlight on her while she was wearing the gimmick? To make sure she's seen, of course. But none of that. Marv wants to be seen. Oh, you're a little slow on the upbeat tonight, son. Didn't the waiter at the coffee shop say he phoned this joint when Squealy told him you and I were asking questions about the crescent and the star? He said he phoned a character named Patsy. Patsy runs this nightclub. How do you know? Well, look at the menu. Brighter, Charles Patsima. That's Patsy. Man, this joint must be a contact point for the members of the mob. And it's evidently a bigger mob than even Kent believes. And an international mob. So what? Gloria Garrett comes from London. She's new here. And she must have been told to come to the Golden Lily, wear the crescent and star symbol, and make sure she was seen. Yeah, but why all the rigmarole? Why couldn't she just go to Patsy? Plenty of people seem to know him. Squilly Evers, the waiter at the coffee shop. And it's my hunch that Patsy is only a go-between. The leaders of the gang are too careful to let their identities be known to small fry like Squealy and the waiter. Well, if you're right, then, some big shot from the Crescent and Star gang is in this crowd this very minute, and nobody knows him. That's what I'm hoping. But if he contacts Gloria, we'll know him. Check. Well, where is he? Why doesn't he join her or call her over to his table or something? Give him time, Robin. Just keep your eyes on Gloria. I am, but nothing's happening. Oh, take it easy. Here comes the waiter. May I have your orders, please? I'd better order something. Uh, let's see. Uh, make it a turkey sandwich and a glass of milk. Uh, I'll have the same. Oui, monsieur. Thank you. Look, little Gloria's all stole by a lonesome. Relax, relax, will you? There's plenty of time. Maybe not. Well, sure there is. It's not midnight yet. I don't mean that. I'm thinking about those two pieces of kryptonite. Superman said unless we get hold of him in a hurry, we might have another Atom Man on our hands. Or something even worse. Look, Batman, what could be worse than another Atom Man? Two Atom Men. Two? Christopher Columbus, you don't think At that... the moment, I'm only thinking about tracking down this Crescent and Star gang. They know where their scholar widow is. And she knows where the two pieces of kryptonite are. Now, just concentrate on that. And keep your eyes on this Gloria Garrett. I am, but nothing gives... Could be that whoever she wants to contact isn't here tonight. If he isn't, I think he will be. Or at least get a message to her. Nothing happens soon. How about us tackling Patsy? And take a chance on the girl getting away? Nothing doing. I'm counting on her to lead us to the head man. We're not going to let her out of our sight. Oh, but I wonder what's keeping Kent so long. Well, he went after Squealy. Well, it shouldn't take him this long to catch him. Well, what do you mean? Squealy was in a car and he had a start. Mr. Kent had to go back up the street for his car. No, no, he didn't. 
Well, of course he did. How else was he going to chase Willie? Oh, Robin. Robin, you'd be surprised. Well, go ahead and surprise me. I don't get it. Oh, look. What now? There's a waiter at Miss Garrett's table. So what? Maybe she got hungry waiting for Mr. Hoosick. Wake up. Wake up, Robin. Don't you see the envelope in his hand? Oh, yeah. And he's giving it to her. Golly, I'd like to know what's in that note. So would I. And she's getting up. Come on. Sit down. She's taking her coat. She might get away. She won't get away. Sit down, I said. Okay, but why? I want to see if she goes to another table. She's not. She's heading for the door. Now, wait, wait. We don't want to be seen following. All right, let's go. Hey, wait, Monsieur, Monsieur, you'll send me. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, here, here you are. Keep the chains. Uh, we just remembered another appointment. But, uh, oui, Monsieur. Thank you. I could have used that sandwich. Sorry, Robin. But we'll have to wait. Well, Miss Garrett's leaving all right. I suppose Patsy sent her that note? Well, maybe. Or somebody in the crowd might have. And is waiting outside. And where she goes out. I don't see anybody there except the doorman. No. All right, move fast now. Hold it, Robin. Uh-oh. She's got a car and we have it. It'll be a taxi. What do we do now, Batman? Follow me. Wait, where The driveway curves around here. Behind these bushes. Hurry. And strip down to your costume. Oh, I get it. When the car comes around the driveway, we latch onto it, huh? That's the idea. Here it comes. What's holding you up? My socks didn't match my tie. Keep low. Keep low now. Okay, come on. Rear bumper looks nice. Right, jump on it. Don't miss. Here we go, Pappy. All set. You know, for an old codger, you do pretty well, Batman. Oh, thanks. Show for driving the car. The man in the back seat with Gloria. Did you get a good look at him? No. Got the car of his overcoat up around his face. Never mind trying to look now. Keep low. And try to keep your lip buttoned just this once. Anything else? Yes. Don't fall off. Something tells me this is the payoff ride, Robin. If it pays off in kryptonite, I'll be satisfied. Well, keep your fingers crossed. Clinging to the rear bumper of the big sedan in which Gloria Garrett rides with an unknown man, Batman and Robin are carried swiftly along the fog-swept waterfront. Where is the car going? We'll return in a moment for the exciting climax of today's episode. But first, here again is your announcer. Say, uh, you've heard the expression, authentic reproduction? You know, means an accurate, exact copy of something? Well, when you get one of those colorful comic buttons from a package of Kellogg's Pep, you get an authentic reproduction of one of your favorite comic strip friends, like uh, Moon Mullins, for instance, or Orphan Annie, or Winnie Winkle. And there are 18 different characters in the series, so you can have no end of fun working on your collection and, and trading duplicates with your pals. Now, how you get these bright-colored comic buttons is important. You don't send in a single penny, not even a box stop. You just ask Mom to get you some of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Inside every package, there's an exclusive prize. One of these slick-looking comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. It's a prize for you from P-E-P. Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now back to the adventures of Superman. For three quarters of an hour, Batman and Robin have been crouched on the rear bumper of a speeding sedan in which Gloria Garrett, who wears the symbol of the crescent moon and star in her hair, rides with an unknown man. 
Reaching the end of the waterfront road, the car swings into an old, little-used highway and speeds into the country. Turning into a narrow road, it is now rolling down a steep hill, its headlights cutting a path through the darkness. No more comfortable chairs in this bumper. How long does this go on, Batman? You've got me. I don't even know where we are. Fresh air works up an appetite. I could use that turkey sandwich we almost had in the Golden Lily. Maybe we'll get something better than turkey where we're going. You mean the kryptonite? Uh, Maybe. With mustard. Look, hang on. We're swinging around another curve. Another one? I feel like I've been in on a merry-go-round. What a night. First squealy Evers and his roughnecks on the dock. Hold it, hold it. We're slowing down. Uh Uh-huh. We turned into a one-way lane. Look, there's a big old house ahead up to the right. Yes. No lights in it, though. Trees on both sides of the drive. Get ready to hop off, Robin. Anytime you say. No, wait till I give you the word. They may not stop. Yeah, the drive goes right past the house. I was wrong to stop him. Jump, Robin, and duck into those trees. Hey. hey, there are lights in the trees. Somebody turned them on. Good evening, Batman and Robin. Look out, Robin. There's a man with a gun behind you. And there's one behind you, Batman. And ten others surrounding you. What? He's right. Four excellent shots, by the way. It looks like we stepped into something, Robin. Yes. You stepped into a little trap, my friends. A trap from which I regret to tell you there will be no escape. (laughs) Startled, Batman and Robin stand in a blaze of light from the trees, facing a heavy-set middle-aged man who levels an automatic at them. While in a ring around them, ten other men clad in evening clothes also point guns at our two friends. Meanwhile, almost a hundred miles away, Superman streaks through the night above another country road on which the car carrying Squealy Evers, the informer, travels swiftly. Where's Squealy going? He led Batman and Robin into an ambush before, after contacting the Crescent and Star Gang, and then went to the Golden Lily. And he may be on another mission for the gang now. I've got to follow him. Unaware of his friend's peril, Superman rockets farther and farther away from them. What will happen to Batman and Robin? And who are the mysterious people who trapped them? Tomorrow's episode is tense and exciting, fellows and girls, so don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station, for the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday. Same time, same station. By the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC publications. Say there, have you heard? Kellogg's Variety is back. That's the grand ten-package assortment of six famous Kellogg cereals that makes breakfast so much fun. Why, it's like eating in a restaurant where you can choose from a whole list of your favorite cereals, each one in your own private package. And Mom's sure to be glad Kellogg's Variety is back. Show her how you can eat right out of the swell new Kell Bowl Pack. She'll like not having to wash dishes. So ask her to hurry and get Kellogg's Variety right away. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. 
This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. That was part eight of Looking for Kryptonite from the Adventures of Superman. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a like and subscribe to Bat Soup so you'll be in the know when we drop new episodes or make special announcements about bonus content. That'll wrap things up for this episode of Bat Soup, but be sure to tune in next time when you'll hear Mr. Jones say... Fresh air is full of germs, germs and disease.